the Severe MMA Podcast Premium with Sean Sheehan and Graham McDonald. McDonald here with Brian Moore on the Severe MMA Podcast Premium ahead of Brian's fight with Nawad Lahat at uh, Bellator 210 uh, next weekend in Oklahoma. We actually recorded this just a few minutes ago and it didn't record properly, so uh, we're going to go over it again. (laughs) Thanks for taking the time again, Brian. (laughs) How's training been going? (laughs) Uh, Training's been going great, man. I've been uh, delighted with uh, the progress so far. It's been... um, it's been my second time doing a full-time camp, so the last fight was my first time. This is my second time. Everything's going good so far. Uh, my last fight was in April, and I've been training very consistently up till then, and this is probably the most focused and most calculated camp I've ever put in, so it is by far, actually, so I'm just uh, mad to go now, and uh, I'm prepared and ready. We were talking about the AJ McKee fight the first time we recorded this, and you were saying that you had a, a lot of problems in the, in, before the camp. Obviously, you don't want to make excuses, and everybody... You, you said AJ had problems as well, and everybody has problems going into... Yeah, yeah look at, Explain a bit yeah. to the, what, what you mean by that. Well, look, I, d- I never wanted to kind of bring it up, but AJ keeps bringing it up on his end. He Firstly, Tech was, able, was saying that he only had four weeks to train, then the next interview was three weeks to train. For my for that fight, um, you know, it was, uh, my wife was extremely sick for that fight, so my training for that was, like, dismal. It was, it was terrible, so, you know, I had a very poor camp, and, you know, when I went in and fought that night, you know, I just I had basically a heart that that's all that I could use because uh, I was kind of half broken going in there. It was a it was a tough uh, slog for those few weeks because you know with my wife being sick, I had a, a lot of responsibility obviously in that end. You know, and I didn't want to pull out of a fight because you know it means a lot in every uh, aspect to us the fight. So um, you know, I went in there, done what I could have done. Um, I should have finished him, but uh, you know we ended up winning two rounds and losing the last round. Uh, he ended up finishing me, so it was a tough one to take, but. You know, if we take the positives from it, we we address the negatives and we move on. You know, and I'm sure that's a fight that's going to happen down the line. You know, he's had a couple of really good wins since then as well. So, I, I'm sure me and AJ will cross paths for sure again. Yeah, we kind of talked about it. it's kind of maybe harder to take uh, if you if you lose to somebody you think you should have beaten or you would have beaten under slightly different circumstances than if than if say a, a leg lock specialist cashed in a leg lock and you're like, well, like he's just a leg lock expert and that that yeah. happens in MMA. Yeah, but at the same time, Adrian done a good job that night. You know what I mean? You know, he didn't have a good camp, and he explained that too as well. So, like, we, we both went out and we put on a show. You know, I beat him round one and round two. He thinks he won round one, so that's up in the air. I, I beat the crap out of him in round two, and going into round three, I felt like I had him. You know, I made a mistake. I slipped. Then he took my back. He done a great job taking my back and getting the choke. You know, I didn't even think he could uh, get the choke because he didn't get the hooks, but he, he got it, and I went out. So, but it's... You know, every loss stings. It doesn't matter who it's, who it's against, or doesn't matter how. You know, and and as a as a fighter, that that stays with you forever. You know what I mean? You're never losing that. So I you always use it as motivation. I never want to feel like that again. So I put everything into camp, so I don't um so I don't want to feel that way again. You know what I mean? And on the on the contrary, the high that you feel after winning is you can't replicate that anywhere else in life really. So you uh, that's why another reason why you train so hard is to get that feeling again. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I prepared super hard for this fight to feel fantastic the the, the morning I wake up after beating Noad. Yeah, you were kind of talking about how this is kind of the last year is the first kind of time in your career where you've been training full time. You mm-hmm. talked a little bit about the the kind of the guys in FBG and their like family to you and, and stuff like that. 
but but you you were kind of like you always had you always were juggling a few things you always kind of had your own fitness fitness program and gym going and you have your family and this is kind of the the first time that you've really made this a full-time job and it's probably um, the first time that it's been viable financially to make it a full-time job yes there you said it like you know what i mean before this it was uh even when i fought Virgil and i fought mckee they were they were um but basically all my Bellator fights bar the last one, you know what I mean? I still had to put in a lot of hours in the gym that I own. Now I'm able to kind of delegate more coaching hours and things like that. So I'm in a better position to train full time, which is which is fantastic. Don't get me wrong, I'm still juggling a lot and I'm still putting in a good few hours in the gym and things like that and trying to build a house and all that kind of stuff. But I'm able to focus so much more on training, getting those hours in that are, that are needed at this level because don't, everyone else is doing it. You know what I mean? I got to do it too. And it was never from a lack of effort or love of training it was just prioritizing and you know when i have a young family and a, and a business to run i've got to delegate hours to that obviously too you know what i mean so um but this is the second uh camp full time so i'm really looking forward to going out and showcasing exactly that what i've done for the last uh for the last well since since april basically i think i think i asked you about this the last time i had you on but um maybe people when the explosion of ours may happen around connor and uc dublin and stuff you were kind of you were kind of miss. You were kind of missing in the, in that in that wave of the yeah. of the kind of guys that from the the old gym, the Long Mile Road and stuff. Yeah. And now, now you're kind of like you're kind of like. Do you feel like an old man of Irish MMA? One of the older. Going with, we were talking about Lee Hammond, and Keen Cowley, and James Gallagher, yeah. and all these. You were mentioning other guys like Nikolai, mm. who just you know when we saw like James, James and well, James is probably more developed than like somebody. Nikolai came in was just a wrestler, or Lee was just a jiu jitsu guy and. Maybe a few flashy strikes, and then he now he's got fundamentals. He's after winning a gold medal in in the IMAFs, and James Gallagher's headlining Bellator is like yourself. Yeah, look, he's, the, the the guys, the the team that we have first are, are amazing. We'll get get into that in a second, but basically, yeah, the I was um kind of not I wasn't there from day one, but I was there pretty early on the day for for in SPG and for Irish MMA. But I took uh two years out, and in that time, that's when like like the, the whole explosion happened. You know what I mean? So I kind of missed out on those days, which I do regret, but, you know, it is what it is. Since then, you know what I mean? We've we've invited a lot of, of uh, new people to the gym, and we've seen these this young crop of guys, like you've mentioned, Lee, uh, Lee Hammond, James Geller, and where they've just they're starting to take over the game. They're, they've looked phenomenal. Like, you look at James, and he's such a young guy. He's headlining his shows, and he's all that weight and pressure on his shoulders, and he, he doesn't, you know, he, he, he looks fantastic doing it. Um, you look at Lee Hammond, and he was such a, a fantastic jiu-jitsu guy all along, but now he's got incredible jiu-jitsu and, and super striking. Like he, uh, he's he got kind of real flashy jiu-jitsu, stuff that kind of warps my mind when you look at him doing burn bolas and stuff like that. But yeah. then you looked at his, uh, some of his performances in the IMAFs and his jab looked beautiful, his low kick, very fundamental basics were working so well for him. And he's just developing time and time again, or, or every every week, should I say. And then he's doing that with the likes of Keen. Who's who's taken you know uh, Lee's advice on the jiu-jitsu and the two of them are working so well in sync. And the last guy I was talking, or the, the, the person I mentioned the last time we were talking ten minutes ago, uh, Nikolai is, is superb. I've I've sparred with him a couple of times in this camp, and he's he's awesome. He's really is, is fantastic. I think next year is going to be Nikolai's year because I think he'll break out with a couple of massive pro wins. He's got beautiful wrestling technique. His striking is is excellent, very fundamentally strong, and then his jiu-jitsu is, is awesome too. So look at the gym that we have is just full of killers. You turn up on a Monday, and there could be thirty guys on the mat, and every person there offers something different. 
and and are, are excellent. Do you know what I mean? So, like, and I said this to you ten minutes ago. There'll always be a massive place in my heart for the DOGs, like Savon Roddy, Paddy Hoolahan, Chris Fields, Ashling. You know what I mean? But I've 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 uh, welcomed all the new guys in as well, and and uh, and and the younger crop, the younger generation that are coming up as well. It's 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 fantastic to have you know all the different mixtures there, and it's a fantastic team we have right now. It's crazy how quick these new guys are. You guys were obviously working away, uh, working for for. I don't know what was it three times a week, back in the Longmall Road, sparring, sparring a lot. Um, we were, we were evolving, but it was. It just seems that these new guys evolve so much quicker because, or maybe because they're getting into the sport younger, or because there's the knowledge is better, or because the training is better. But with yeah, the Nikolai like, thing that you mentioned, Nikolai, mm-hmm. like I saw Nikolai a couple of years ago, and, uh, and he was just basically a wrestler, and then in the Habib camp there over in Vegas, he's like he's 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 developed so much, and in, in especially at jiu-jitsu, he's just looking. It's completely different on a different level than what it was before. It seems these yeah. guys evolve quicker. I think the reason why is because they have a solid blueprint in place of what have went before. When we were kind of back in the long mile, we were a, a mad experiment, as, yeah. for the want of a better phrase. But <laughs> when it came to weight cutting, when it came to sequences against the fence, when it came to effective striking, we were we were basically, you know, to to a certain extent, we were a, a, a mad science experiment. You know, like I remember doing techniques against the fence that we were practicing that we've kind of disregarded almost now at this stage, and we've 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 a lot more sequences added. Um, you know, while the guys come in and they have the blueprint, like because you look at the guys who fought and used the the technique. You know, the guys, the newer crop of guys are are using the solid fundamental techniques that that have been, that we've been kind of trying to develop, and John has been trying to develop over the last few years. So I think based on that and the, the sheer amount of bodies that are in the gym and we're all getting different um, reactions every time we go with someone different I think that is why the guys are developing so much quicker right now you know what I mean and uh, it's great to see it's fucking phenomenal to see there's amateurs in the gym that you guys haven't even heard of that are that are awesome like uh, Owen McDonald I'll mention him Aaron Daniels there's there's just they're they're, they're fantastic and I can't wait to, to see what they do on the scene in the next couple of years too and does it motivate you to kind of train harder? Do these guys, you kind of kind of this guy pass me out so quickly, you know? Well, yeah, I'm not letting them get a sniff <laughs> on me, and they're they're so they're getting so good that you have to like they're they're like I fought good pros, and these guys would smoke some of those good pros. I'm telling you that right now. Um, so every like, but I, that's what I love about uh, about SPG in particular. Like, you know what I mean? Is um, we done five fives yesterday. I picked five different bodies, and every one of them were so different. I went with Sam Slater, who's Who's fantastic? I went with Richie Smullen, who's like awesome grappler. Then I went with Owen. Then I went with I can't even think of the next guy's name. Jesus, I feel bad now. But everybody has has a different, gives you a different reaction, gives you something else to think about, and it makes you so prepared when you go in there. And the beauty of it as well, I, we know Noad's style, we know the kind of game that he brings, and I was able to bring in three sparring partners that that were. Uh, that were very similar style to him, you know what I mean? And we were able to kind of replicate what game plan we were putting in place. So it's a lot more professional now when we have that amount of people in the gym. Yeah, you were saying the last time you're kind of confident everywhere, even though he's a jiu-jitsu black belt. You're, you're not, you're, you're, you think you can submit him if it hits the ground and yeah, look, everywhere. He, I think this is the most confident I've ever, I've ever heard you. Maybe the last two fights, the most confident I've ever heard you because I think maybe you were very hard on yourself when you were kind of a younger pro and. 
Mm. You, even when you won a fight, you'd be you, straight away. You'd be like, ah, but this happened in the fight, or this happened. You know, you, you couldn't really yeah. enjoy it or something. You even after yeah, the I, I do regret that kind of uh, mindset that I used to hold because you never, you were never satisfied. You know, even after wins, I'd be pissed off, and you'd be like, wait, looking back, I'd like to slap the shit out of that guy who who, who <laughs> was so hard on And you're talking about the punch for the rest of the the week, like yeah, yeah exactly. You know what I mean? Um, but look, it's um. You know, it is what it is. You can you can you can dwell on things, and you can you can you can look at the negatives, but you have to take the positives too. Like I'm, I'm proud of where I am right now, um, in my career, because it's taken not just me, but it's taken a lot of people. It's taken my wife, my family, my team, my uh, my uh, coaches. It's taken us all uh, a lot of sacrifice, a lot of dedication to get right here. Yeah. And I'm proud of where we are right now. And you know, you say about confidence, I am confident. I don't do sports psychology. I don't really. Uh, it's for some people. It's not for me. I don't want. Some sports call just blowing smoke up my ass, telling me how good I am. I take confidence in how prepared I am, and I've never worked harder. I've never been as focused or calculated in a camp than I am right now, and that's why I'm oozing of confidence going in here. And uh, just the same as the last fight, you know what I mean. And at the end of the day, Graham, a fight is a fight. I know how to fight, and in a few days' time, I'm looking forward to doing what I do best, and that's fight. You know, and uh, Nawad can he can bring whatever tools he wants to the table. If I do submit him, he won't be the first black belt I've submitted. If I do knock him out, he won't be the first man I've knocked out. You know what I mean? I'm I'm ready for all um all parts of combat, and I'm I'm looking forward to showing what what I've been working so hard on doing. That's great. Thanks a million, Brian. Thanks for taking the time the second I time. This one, <laughs> yeah. if this one doesn't record. There'll be no third time. Thanks a million, man. Thank you, man. All the best.